No more chains are binding me I'm totally free Hello Faith Family and welcome to another edition of Totally Free It's the radio broadcast ministry of Free to Worship Ministries Now in Midway, Florida where Pastor Ken Colvin is our senior pastor Listen to the words when you're hearing that song Yeah Um said, for your glory, I would do anything, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. I want to be where you are. But he said, will you really do anything to see God's glory? Mm-hmm. Are you really, really willing to do anything to see God's glory? Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> and it immediately brought me back to uh, the people that were radical for Jesus in his day, mm-hmm. right? And the ones that came before Jesus, who we had Enoch. He was radical for Jesus. He was willing to do anything to see God's glory, right? We had the two prophets that showed up in the uh, Mount of Transfiguration, which was Moses and Elijah. They was radical for Jesus to see his glory. They was willing to do anything, and they was being faced with the most uh, troublesome governments mm-hmm. that was after their life, mm-hmm. Right? And who else? We had the prophets and we also had Paul. Paul sacrificed a lot. He was radical. He was willing to do anything for the glory of God. He realized that I got to be where you are. He even told us, hey, listen, the only reason I'm here is to help y'all. I'd rather go be with God right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Are we willing to be radical for God, even under the government that we're under right now? They're passing laws to destroy our freedom. Are we still willing to be radical for God? Amen. 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 Come on. Even when our lives are at stake. Come on. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for another chance to be in your house. Lord, we ask you to give us that same spirit that rested upon your people that were radical, Lord God, yes. to be where you are. Lord, they didn't let nothing stop their ministry. They didn't let nothing stop up their mouth, Lord God. They didn't let nothing hinder or quench their fire for you, Lord God. And Father, we receive by grace that same grace, not their deficiencies, Father God, but the spirit that inspired and pushed and motivated them to get out and to push their ministry forth, Lord God. We receive that same spirit and fire now. Let it rest upon our lives now. In the name yes. of Jesus. That you may be glorified in the earth, that people will see you clear as day, Lord God, and that our and that our faces will begin to glow, Lord God. And that people will begin to know you yes. for themselves. Lord, we ask as the word go forth on today that you would speak especially, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you would speak through me, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that your kingdom come, your will be done. We ask, Lord God, that you would bring back to my remembrance any and everything that will glorify your message on today. And we ask, Lord God, as we break bread on today, that it will take root in our hearts and it will bring you back a harvest. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So glory to Jesus. Um, so we're going to we're still on our series of prayer. Right. So this month we've been talking about prayer. We've been talking about the benefits of prayer. We've been talking about different principles of prayer. And on today, I'm going to specifically deal with the righteous prayer. Amen. 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 The righteous prayer. So 
If you guys have your Bibles, we're going to begin in Psalm 72. We're going to deal with that. I'm going to break it up in different sessions. And I I, um, I do have pointers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to combine the pointers after the certain scriptures that lines up with that, if that makes sense. That way we won't have to. We can uh, use time wisely. Amen. 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 So let me give you guys uh, a context of what's happening here. Okay. So this is the song or song that was penned by David when he was old. Um, and this was like a prayer for his son. Now, this was at the time where he was a little before it was a little before uh, he died right after um, by divine direction. He had settled the cessation and gave orders to proclaim King Solomon's uh, King Solomon. So this was at the time where, if you guys remember, um, in First Kings uh, one one and thirty, and in that section, it was talking about how um, one of his sons was trying to um, hijack the kingdom. Right? He was trying to go say, you know, I want to be king and all these things. And then uh, Solomon's mom came to to uh, David and said, Hey, listen, you said that my son is going to be on the throne. Look what look what's going on here. And then David, he was able to get all. Of that solidified and settled and then right after that this is what he uh this is the song that he he wrote or or proclaimed out of his mouth after all that took place all right now here's another thing that i want you guys as we're going through this i want you guys to see this um although solomon's name is here even though we're talking about david praying for solomon and in uh, solomon's reign and the establishment of the kingdom i want you guys to also see that christ's kingdom is being revealed through this revelation right um i want you also to see that uh david is prophesying of under the type and figure of solomon so the kingdom that solomon is going to bring forth is going to be like a forerunner of the kingdom of God that's going to be on the earth. And David has a glimpse of this as he's praying. He is seeing this. David knew that uh, what the divine oracle was, that the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. So God had gave David the understanding that, hey, there's going to be a Messiah that's coming out of your loins. And this prayer is just not for your son, but it's for the other generation that are coming after you that's going to maintain the throne. Amen. 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 And if you want to see more of that that's an acts 2 and 30 all right so now that we uh establish the context uh let's begin with our uh, first scripture amen so we're going to start in verse one and remember this is um the reign of the righteous king and this is a psalms for solomon so verse one it says that give the king knowledge of your judgments O god and the spirit of your righteousness to the king's son to guide all his ways. Give the king knowledge of your judgments, O God, and the spirit of your righteousness to the king's son to guide all his ways. So David, as David is writing, um, writing this prayer or saying this prayer verbally, um, this prayer has turned into a song. Right. And you're going to see at the end that Solomon is going to use this prayer uh, as a reminder and it's going to manifest in first Kings three, uh, one through five. So I want to I want to point out two things that we notice here. OK, 
The first thing he said, give the king knowledge of your judgments, O God. So the first thing we we understand through the lenses of prayer, what is this teaching us is that prayer is how we involve God in our affairs. Amen. If we don't pray to God, if we don't ask for help from God, then we won't have power to overcome the things in this world. Amen. Prayer is where we ask God to help man. Right. If there's a situation where we know that there's things that are happening in our life that are outside of our control, then we ask God for help, for grace to overcome that situation. Amen. So that's the first thing we see David doing. David is saying, give the king knowledge of your judgments, O God. David is talking about his son, Solomon. Hey, God, give Solomon the knowledge of your judgments, O God. And the spirit of your righteousness to the king's son, to God, all his ways. Why is it important that we have that, that Solomon needed the spirit of righteousness to to uh, to um, have domain or to rule this kingdom in a righteous way? Because we know that without the spirit of God, we can't have domain. Mm -hmm. Right. Amen. He told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply and have dominion and rule over the earth. But when they lost that spirit, they can no longer have dominion. Uh -huh. So point number two, prayer releases the will of God. Right. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Amen. So when we pray. We line up just as we learned last week that we align our will with the will of God. And that way, now the kingdom has access to come down and intervene in where we are. Amen. 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 Let's pick up at verse two. May he judge your people with righteousness. I'm reading. Uh, this is from the Amplified version. If you guys are reading along. May he judge your people with righteousness and you're afflicted with justice. Now, this here manifested in the Bible, if you guys remember, in 1 Kings 3, 1 through 5. And it was talking about how when Solomon had sacrificed all these things unto God and then he did all of these different words. And it said that uh, it said that it said that Solomon loved God and um, and he was walking in the statues of his father, David. And it said that and then God, after he did all these wonderful things, he had built, built God's house and the temple and different things like that. God had asked him, hey, what is it that I what is it that you want me to do for you? Right. So we see that this prayer has manifested in the life of Solomon. And now mm -hmm. Solomon is, is in a position to where he can receive the blessings of God. Now, Amen. Amen. verse three, the mountains will bring peace and prosperity to the people. The mountains will bring peace and prosperity to the people. What mountains is he talking about? If we're looking at this from our spiritual lenses, he is talking about the spiritual Zion. The mountains will bring peace and prosperity to the people. When is the last time you've been on Mount Zion in the spirit? Because we go we go to Mount Zion in the spirit every Sunday, right? I like to see it this way as when we come into the house of God and the worship team is leading. It's like the, the people who are on the instruments and the person who is singing songs unto God, it brings us into the presence of God. So if we're on earth, it's like we're on the spiritual elevator. And, and as we're praising and worshiping God, the elevator is going up and we're going up in the spirit to Mount Zion. Amen. Amen. That's good. 
So the mountain spiritual Zion will bring peace and prosperity to the people. God wants us to experience that mountain every single day of our life, not just on Sunday. Amen. You have the ability to worship God in spirit and in truth. Yes. You have the ability to do the same thing that we practice in here. God wanted us to take these things home and apply this in our life Amen. so that we can live spirit lives on, as spirit beings. On, it doesn't just stop here. Amen. That's why Satan tried to choke out the word. He tried to choke out the demonstration. He tried to, oh, that was such a great experience. Okay, well, continue the experience at home. Amen. Amen. The same spirit that is in here is also in you, and I want to be in harmony with you. I want to meet you on my mountain and transfigure you on the mountain. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on. Let's turn to Genesis 19 to 17. If someone can get that really quick. Genesis 19 to 17. I want the I want you guys to see this really quick. 1917? Yes, sir. And it came to pass when it had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plains. Escape to the mountains. Lest thou be consumed. Okay, so this particular uh, passage is when God was about to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, and He told Lot, He had grabbed Lot's hand and He said, "Hey, get out of here!" The angels helped them out to get him out of there, right? And uh, then He told them to escape to the mountains, right? Now. Notice that in the Bible, in the Old Testament, every time mountains is mentioned is to for us to have help. Right. They ran to the mountains because they knew that the presence of God was found up there. You remember the woman at the well? She said, um, well, you know, we we know that if we worship on the mountains, that we would we would be able to ha have communion with God. And what, and what Jesus said, there's going to come a time when you don't have to run to the mountain or worship on the mountain. You can worship wherever. Right. So so we see that any time the mountains are mentioned is where we go to for help from God. Amen. So check out this revelation Because there's a lot of people that try to say Oh the rapture and all this stuff ain't happening The Bible says that in the in the last days It'll be like the days of Noah Yeah, Lot was Noah's nephew Come on, Right He was in a situation where God was going to judge that region Of the earth by a hailstone It said that the same thing is going to happen in the last days Did God suffer Lot to be destroyed No he didn't mm -hmm. yeah. He sent angels to deliver him and gave him instructions on what to do. So that mountain is where God is going to take us in the spirit. God is going to snatch us out of this earth and bring us up to Mount Zion. What did he say happens on Mount Zion? There's deliverance on Mount Zion. There's healing on Mount Zion. We're comforted on Mount Zion. Amen. This is the revelation of the rapture. We will escape to spiritual Mount Zion. When, 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 um, when uh what's his name elijah when he was in trouble where did he go he went to the mountains mm -hmm. all right so notice the patterns in the word of god and the different things that god reveals to us Amen. verse three back to our text psalm 72 verse three the mountains spiritual zion will bring peace and prosperity to the people when we go to the spiritual mount zion it's going to bring us peace and prosperity if anyone among you be afflicted let him pray why because god knows that when we pray and we're afflicted god's going to take us to a place of peace and prosperity yeah. and all of those things that are trying to harm and torment you it's going to be gone because you're at another place in the spirit realm all right amen Glory to God. 
The next verse it says, um, and the hills in the establishment of righteousness. Someone turn to me, uh, turn with me to Matthew 5 and 14. Someone get that one. What hills? What is he talking about? And the hills in the establishment of righteousness. Matthew 5 and 14. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You and I. He's talking about you and I. A city on a hill that cannot be hidden. We both, all of us have the spirit of God and we have become a light to the world and become a city on a hill. And said that in the hills, in the establishment of righteousness and us in the establishment of righteousness. Amen. This is a prayer for the, the, the children of Abraham that he's talking about here. Mm-hmm. Amen. Verse four. May he bring justice to the poor among the people, save the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. David has now tapped into the spirit. God has now, the Holy Spirit has now hijacked his brother's prayers. He started out praying for his son, and now he didn't realize that he's praying for the kingdom and Jesus to have his throne established on the earth. Some of the stuff that he's saying haven't even come to pass yet, but it's coming to pass. Amen. Three things here. When we pray the word of God, we pray the will of God. When we pray the word of God, we pray the will of God. That's why the Bible says pray in the spirit. Right? Or you could start off praying your word. You look at, you read a passage, and then you ask Holy Spirit, okay, Holy Spirit, give me words to, to pray this scripture. That it may manifest in my life. Second point, prayer helps us walk perfectly and completely in all the will of God. If you want to walk perfect and complete in all the will of God, pray. That grace is going to conquer you and it's going to allow you to line up in the will of God. Next point, prayer brings salvation and deliverance. Prayer brings salvation and deliverance. We just talked about that. Verse 5. Let them fear you with awe inspired reverence and worship you with obedience while the sun endures as long and as long as the moon reflects light throughout all generations. Let them, who is he talking about? Them who? Those that are in the kingdom and those that are under the influence of righteousness. Fear you, fear who? Fear God with all inspired reverence and worship you with obedience while the sun endures and as long as the moon reflects light throughout all generations. So as long as this sun and this moon is out of here, we're praying for grace to be obedient to God's will. Amen. Throughout all generations. Apparently, I believe that God had gave him a glimpse of the generations or what was going to happen after him. He probably realized the stuff that happened before him, before he became king. Mm -hmm. And he was praying for the righteousness of the children of Israel and for us to come. Amen. So this is something that we can use and pray right now in our generation. We can pray this very prayer for our generation and the generations after this, if that's Lord's will. Mm -hmm. Right. The prayers are right here. 
We just got to open up the word of God. Amen. But that's Satan's. That's why he distracted us so much. Right. He don't want us to find the treasure and the answers to our context and our situation in this world. He want us to be worried about other things so that we won't draw power from this source and use it to conquer his kingdom. He don't want that. Mm -hmm. So we must take our authority back. We must take our our focus back. We must take our lives back and we must strengthen our position in the spirit and we must pray the word of God so that the will of God will be done in our lives Amen. and in the lives of our brothers and sisters. Amen. 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 Verse six. May he come down like rain on the mown grass, like showers mm -hmm. that water the earth in his days might the righteous flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. Now, this is what um, this is what we're not going to go there, but this is the reality of what Isaiah was talking about in verse 11, uh, one through nine. If you want to write that now, he testified about this. So next point is here. Tell your neighbor, the more you acknowledge God, the, the more you acknowledge God, God, the more his will be done in your life. The more his will be done in your life. We got to acknowledge God more. Amen. If things ain't right, all right, Lord, I repent. You know, I didn't involve you in this situation. I see it's going crazy. It's not your will. Can you help me in this situation? What it will help me to, to not make this same mistake the next time. Let me not forget to involve you in everything, every part of my life. Come on. Amen. Right? God wants to be in every part of our life. He wants to be a part of every little and big thing that happens to you or whatever you're involved in. God wants to be a part of that. Amen. Yeah. Apostle told us a few weeks ago that we can never make a wrong decision or be disobedient if we are acknowledging God in all our ways. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. So let's use that, right? We want to be in that hall of faith that he talked about in Hebrews. It said that by faith, these guys overcame everything, right? Mm -hmm. They only overcame by the power of God. Amen. Yes, Lord. God wants to create a hall of faith for us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Next point. We enforce victory through our prayer life. We enforce victory through our prayer life. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. Christ said that we would do greater things than he did. So all we're doing is remind the devil of the victory that he already won. Right? We're coming against that defeated foe. And we're reminding him of the blows that he took from Christ. We go and we add some more blows to him. Just in case you forgot. Mm -hmm. Just in case you feel like you want to get back up, you're going to get knocked right back down by the Spirit of God. Yes, God. Right? So the church is the answer to the rematch of Satan. All right, Lord God. He wants a rematch. <laughs> Holy Spirit said this. He said it this way. He that does not fight will suffer. If you don't fight, you're going to suffer. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. God has given you all power. Nothing, nothing by any means can hurt you. So what are we scared of? Come on, bro. 
We don't we don't walk by faith. I mean, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Right. So even though it looks yeah. scary and all that, listen, I remember back in the day um, when we was in school, you know, you have like, you know, we used to have like those cliques and games and stuff like that. Well, we weren't really nothing compared to like the essays. Like they was legit about that stuff. But, you know, we just in school trying to create cliques and stuff like that. That was when everybody was dancing with the white tees, Jabos, all that stuff, right? So <laughs> everybody wanted to be a rapper, all that stuff, right? Oh, like and clothes be super big. It's like, come on. So, so one of the things was it was um, it was like, man, we knew that the person that talked that's in the front talking jump is the weakest one. If we just hit him in the mouth, everybody else gonna run, mm-hmm. right? You know that same thing happened to Jesus when when they arrested Jesus. What happened to everybody? They scattered. Yeah. yeah. But Jesus wasn't weak though. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. So, but 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 you know Jesus Jesus had the spirit. They didn't. So they they were just controlled by their nature. So we we knew like okay, if we just let's find the one that's talking a lot, right? And, and if we could just get him, we know we don't want. So that was one of the things that we kind of knew like if we can just shut him up. Then we got the victory. Mm-hmm. Everything else is gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bow. They're gonna become spoils, right? So that's the same thing. What else? God has given us the power to conquer these things. You got the big demons talking junk. If you just speak with your mouth the word of God against those things, then that stuff is gonna be banished from your life. Right. Use the authority that God has given you, Amen. so that you will not suffer. Amen. 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 Verse eight. May he also rule from the sea, from sea to sea, and from the river Euphrates to the ends of the earth. Zechariah fourteen and nine. He echoed that. Mm-hmm. Verse nine says that the nomads, the desert, will will bow before him, and his enemies will lick the dust. Mm-hmm. So he's already prophesying about the power of God. And what, it, and what it's capable of doing So the first thing that we want to notice here Is that we as believers Suffer casually When we fail to use our authority Amen, Amen. We as believers suffer casually When we fail to use our authority I remember that there was a time in my life Where I didn't know spiritual warfare or nothing And I was just taking blows left and right mm-hmm. People was like hey bro what's going on with you Like you still a Christian Like I'm saying all this stuff happened to you I'm like bro I don't know I'm just, I'm just trying to do the best I can With what, with the, with what I have Right. So but we have to learn how to fight and use our authority because Christ has given it to us. Yes, Lord. Lord. But we got to be willing to seek him out on these matters. Lord, reveal to me the mysteries of spiritual warfare. I am void of understanding in this in this area. He said, if any one of you lack wisdom, let him pray and ask. That's the will of God. He wants to give you these things. Amen. Christ said in Luke 10 and 19, I have given you power to tread on scorpions and, and serpents and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by shall any means hurt you. So tell your neighbor, if you are using your authority, if you're using your authority, when you are challenged by our spiritual enemies, when you are challenged by our spiritual enemies, and, and events or people that the enemy may use, or events or people that the enemy may use, then you will overcome. Then you will overcome. Nobody should be slapping you like the slap that went around the world. Nobody should be talking crazy to you. Nobody should be able to just freely embarrass you if it's Lord's will, if it's not Lord's will. You should be able to bind the demon and it will come. Cause that person to snap out of that behavior. All right. I've seen it happen in my life. Come on. I was reading this book, and the lady she was talking about 
um, how God had sent her on a special mission to save the Satanists. Right. To bring them in and to give them the life of God and try to. And, and she had the grace to like translate these Satanists to the kingdom of God. Right. And she would talk about certain things that she would use. that was principles in the word of God. And she would say, like, if she was coming to speak to another Satanist, that this Satanist wanted to come out of Satanist. Right. To come to the kingdom. Then she said that uh, she would meet up with him. Right. It could be at the mall or anything. And she said that one thing she, the lady would text her like, hey, I'm here. And she said she was at like a particular table and she knew like there was like she felt like some resistance in her spirit already. So what she said, one thing that she did was she said under her breath and she's walking to the lady I bind in silence every demon now in Jesus name so now you have incarcerated the demons that she the demon can't speak to her or whisper in her, in her ear and the demon can't use his power to cause the lady to be ignorant or not hear the word that the lady is trying to speak to her mm -hmm. so you have shut the demons down so now when she speak the word of God to this lady she is in a position to use her free will to agree with the light of Christ Amen. You have that same authority. Amen. When I read that, I was like, okay, let me try this. I tried and it worked. We use these methods in uh, spiritual warfare. We use it when we're delivering people. Amen. If you got someone that is bound with demons, bind the demon and then preach the light of Christ and see how they react. Amen. Works every time. Amen. If you see somebody, I remember there was a time where I was on I was on my route and these people was cutting up. And I'm like, all right, they about to turn up. So let me go ahead and bind that demon now. I looked over there. I said, I bind the silence. Every demon now, in Jesus' name. I said about two or three times. And before you know it, they had stopped. No more chains are binding me. I'm totally free. We hope you enjoyed today's message and invite you to fellowship with us at our new location. That's 32319 Blue Star Memorial Highway in Midway, Florida, 32343 where God wants to meet you midway. Until next time, faith family, be blessed. And remember, in Christ, you are totally free. No more